Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we'll be talking about 16-hour road trip. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays REI consulting program. Guys, basically, we're here to help. Doesn't matter if you're brand new to this and just want some help picking and pricing a county or been at it for a while and you're looking for some help on ways to expand. All you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com, click on the consulting tab, walk through the sign up, and then we'll be in touch to help you get started. Happy Monday, sir. Happy Monday. I'm just now starting to feel normal again after that windshield marathon that we had. Yeah, I haven't. What day did we do that? That was last Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't go to the gym for two days. I was just exhausted trying to play catch up. (laughs) And you just sat there the whole time. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was, there's uh, something exhausting about doing nothing. (laughs) I just sat there and I'm tired from it. We we still had to get up at 4.30. Yeah. And then, and then I was still gone for, like I, as soon as you left, I jumped in the car and I was gone for another hour. No. Okay. You went and saw your, we had to go pick up the dog. dog, Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's. We talk so much about not going to see property, and then here we put ourselves through that torturous drive. I don't know if it wasn't torturous. No, I mean, it wasn't bad. It, it was it, actually it's a really a, good day. It's Yeah, it's a lot of fun. The weather was beautiful. The last time we did that, we did the two-day trip, and it rained on us almost the entire time we were there. I thought about that, too. And I that's probably why I had that moment at the first property, and I was like, this is the lie. I haven't seen you that happy. Like I literally <laughs> wanted to take a picture of it, but I couldn't get my phone turned around fast enough because you're sitting here, you're like, does it get any better than this? Like this, this is it. And I'm like, well, he's smiling. I've never seen him smile that big. Like he's really smiling. Like I envision that smile being like the first time you hold your first kid that you have one day. <laughs> that's, that's the smile I saw. And I was like, man, he's, he's really happy right now. I was, I was very happy. It was like a beautiful day. Perfect weather. We're out on a nice piece of property with killer views. Mm-hmm. It's the middle of the week. And just knowing that oh, everyone we know is basically is at a job where they're either sitting in a cube, not enjoying anything. And yeah, we're out living the life. We're out just tromping through the bushes. Now, I do have some negatives about that because I don't know if I got in chiggers or poison ivy or what, but my right leg has these red dots that popped up. And last night, I woke up in a fit of itching. And so I don't know. Luckily, since little man had some poison ivy issues a couple weeks ago, we had some hydrocortisone cream that was prescription strength. So I started putting that on there today. Let's hopefully it'll knock it out real quick because, as you know, I am deathly allergic to poison ivy. Mm hmm. Yeah, I had a little itch on my leg, but I was afraid it was kind of placebo because it would have had to have gone through my jeans to get to it. So chiggers will do that. They'll mm. come up to your underwear line. Mm. And I don't know what kind of underwear you wear, but I wear like a tight fitting mm. brief in mm. that line. It's where some of it's at. Oh. I'm glad you don't know. That, that's like a, you don't know what kind of... I'm, I'm happy to hear that you don't know what kind of underwear I wear. I'll walk in your room and check the drawer. <laughs> I do not mind one bit. But yeah, it was just that one spot on my leg, but it was... It was right. I started feeling that right after, right after you were like, "That's a ton of poison ivy." If you're allergic, don't walk through it. I'm like, "Well, I'm I'm not allergic, but I'm still not going to walk through it yeah. as you're walking straight through it, going <laughs> I'm yeah. allergic to it." Yeah, but I had to get the shot, man. There was an open area inside there I wanted to see because it was beautifully heavy treed hardwood, and it had this like half acre open area in there that I'm like, "Oh, this is this is really nice right here. This is like either a good food plot for hunting or the perfect spot to build a cabin." That was right at the spot where I thought the 
that deer was going to charge right at me. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that's a good thing you see when you go out to your land and a deer jumps out and scares you. I had the bejesus scared out of me when I was on this property by a deer. Hunters welcome. Hunters yeah. welcome. We take cash. It was five minutes after meeting Stan. Stan. Stan the man. Stan that was the, his name, right? Stan yeah. was his name. Yeah. So, so, when you go out to look at your property, there's a few things that are going to make your, your stomach turn. <laughs> Maybe, possibly. Possibly. Not all the time. So, we, we get to where Onyx Hunt shows our property line is. And I knew because I'd already looked at the parcel. And I saw that somebody had kind of cut a driveway and right on the northwest corner or the northeast corner of the property. So I had an idea there may be a campsite set up there, but I wasn't ready for Stan. And I was not ready. Like I, I saw that there was probably like a fifth wheel or an RV of some sort there. But I wasn't ready for a guy that has a fifth wheel RV, a bus. School bus. School bus converted in, what, 12, 13 Ch- dogs? Chicken coops. Chicken coops. Minimum of 12 barking dogs. Yeah, them dogs did not like us being there. Barking, nonstop barking. In fact, he had like 12 minimum, but... They were all caged up, just nonstop barking, except, except for, for the one. one. Yeah, that dog. You were like, "I'm not getting out of here." I was like, "All right, Adam, <laughs> here's my gun. It is not chambered. If Stan comes at me with the axe, you got to shoot." Yeah, I was prepared. Yeah, I, was I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So we got out, talked to Stan. Stan thought he bought 40 acres from a guy. Turned out he only bought five, and so they've been in a five-year battle over who really owns land and how much he owns. Stan has found Land Glide, and so he knows every owner's name on every piece of property in that area. And he walks the properties and hunts the, the roads that are cut back in there. Yeah, but... So, so I'm not going to say he was a bad guy. Super nice guy. Yeah, he was really nice. But he put his house, he said, just on the clear opening where he thought his 40 acres was, which yeah. just happens to be almost... Right on the, yeah, right on the property line. Yeah. His driveway kind of cuts back and forth on the property. It meanders on it. So that is something that will turn your stomach when you go see your property. Is I don't want to call him a squatter because he's on his half, but he he uses that half too. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, is like there's an entrance to the property that where you can't see Stan yep. at. It's right next to the hubcap. Yep. Which we wouldn't have known about, I don't think, if but Stan st- wouldn't have. Yeah, Stan goes, it. go down to the next road, look for the hubcap and the T-post. That's your property corner. Yeah. Thanks, Stan. Yeah. Also Appreciate funny going out to that road, there was a literal five-foot-tall fork in yeah. the road. It's like turn left <laughs> and you get to the fork on the road. Like someone had buried a five-foot-tall fork. It was yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll provide you that picture if you want to use that for this <laughs> podcast. But it's it's those kind of fun things that you get to see when you go out there. Overall, what we were wanting to do with that property, it's not going to fit that. Mm-mm. Just because the access is, it's got legal access, it's got physical access. It's just, it's a little tough back there, and it's not going to be something that's going to make the glamping family happy. Right. So still a great property. I think bought that one for six grand. It's going to be sold for $17,000, $18,000. Not a bad day. Pretty trees, wildlife. It's going to make some hunter really happy. He's going to be into a hunting property for under twenty grand. Yeah, great views too. Yep. But that was like the, our first stop. So we made a giant circle. Yes. Do if you, you know how many miles it was? Oh, uh, it's, it was 340 to the second stop where we turned around. So I'm going to say right at 700, mm. give or take, miles. So maybe a little bit shorter than that. But if you think about where Dallas-Fort Worth is on the map, we went from, I started in Burleson just south of Fort Worth. Adam's just southwest of Fort Worth and, and Benbrook. So we started there, went almost halfway up to Oklahoma City, got past Ardmore, went to Winniewood, Tiger Kingville, mm-hmm. drove through there, looped around to basically Fort Smith, Arkansas. And then back down the border of Arkansas, almost to Texas, Louisiana border, and come back that way down Interstate 30. Yeah, went through Broken Bow. Yep, 
Beaver's Bend. Beautiful. Never seen it before. I really want to go back now. The part that I always... What's the word I'm looking for? Like the part that I always assume is broken bow mm-hmm. is not actually broken bow. Like all the bars and restaurants and the ge- tourist stuff, tourist stuff. Yeah, was is not actually broken bow. Yeah, but definitely it's grown since the last I, last time I was there five years and half that stuff wasn't there. Okay, and so I definitely want to go back now. There's a lot of breweries that yeah. look really fun. The tap houses and breweries. Look I wonder really if cool. there's Lyft there. Like, is there Uber or Lyft there? Because with all those breweries and you know those broken bow cops ain't got anything else to do but to. Yeah, but maybe that's why you stay on the Beaver's Bend side and you rent your little side by side and you just ride that to and from, like through the mountains to get back. Yeah, okay. I didn't see. I didn't see any entrances for that, but just live the dream. It's still a DWI. Get caught on side by side. I think there's some tolerances that they probably allow. I don't know this for a fact. Don't don't say Justin said you can <laughs> yeah. do this. But second property we went saw, climb the dirt hill into the back, get back there, and drive down the road and got to a couple spots. You only had to get out of the truck once to guide us through to make sure. We made it just out just fine. Mm-hmm. Another one of those uh, has physical and legal access, but just wasn't spot on. But when we climbed through the fence that we found blocking us in, it was uh, actually a really pretty property. Yeah. that was a- Great views, too. Yeah. Great views. Beautiful property. The fence was a surprise. I was fully ready to cut the fence. I'm glad you mentioned some of the drawbacks to cutting the fence, but I was... Yeah, it, and the fence didn't really go anywhere. It was just down that side. So it makes me think that somebody just set that up for the easement that was there. Yeah, somebody there was a road that someone was clearly maintaining. Yeah. It, it had been freshly mowed. I mean, within a week, yeah. it had to have been. So someone was maintaining it, but it was still a when you show up to buy a property and you can't see the fence mm-hmm. online, right? It's yeah. like, ooh. Yep. <laughs> uh-oh. That'll make your stomach turn. Yeah. This was our first, my first experience using Onyx Hunt, too. Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay. I mean, had you ever used it yeah, before? Yeah, I've used like four different emails for free for trials. Tri- free trials. <laughs> so. mm, are you sure you have? I don't know if you. I don't think you have. You, you I mean, mean, in case anyone from Onyx Hunt is listening, oh, no, that <laughs> does not happen. <laughs> not happened one bit. But this account was attached to my Facebook one, so it went right through pretty quickly, and we got to go through it. And it's it's really a neat app while you're out there. I know Land Glide does the same thing, but you know, for some of those areas when you're out and you're going to visit these properties, our realtor uses it. You know, when she goes out and look, or one of our realtors, she uses it when she goes out and looks at that. But it's a it's a great little tool to get to the corner. And you're within six or eight feet of the corners. You know the different owners' names, and it's it's really a neat tool to have on your phone if you're out walking property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we I guess it's probably why I never use because we don't normally go. Never go. Yeah. I mean, the only times we ever go, one time in Texas, mm-hmm. and then the rest have been Oklahoma, and that's just because they're close. Yeah, nothing else. You know, it's fun. I've gone to. You went to two times in Texas. You went to the other one in East. Te- uh, oh and, yeah, with you. Yeah, you Texas. There. Yeah. So I mean, we've done we did Brewster County. We've done the whole southeast of Oklahoma, and it's like you said, it's just for us to get out and get fun. And typically, I come back from those pretty charged up. Like I'm like, oh yeah, and I got to see it. I got to visualize it. It makes me want to switch my business a little bit and go into like maybe more of a development mode to where I get a little hands on, clean up a little bit more, uh, versus just trading the paper and sticking a sign out on the mm-hmm. the unimproved dirt. So yeah, I talked to a guy not too long ago, a week or so ago, and he made his whole. He's a third generation land guy mm-hmm. and he's made his entire career in 10 counties. Wow. You know, and I'm thinking something to that. Yeah. But there's yeah. also something to saying, well, we bought land in 45 states. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like, what's on the, the deal board right now that's closing? And there is Florida, South Carolina, Oklahoma, Texas, and New York that's closing on the sell side. So, I mean, they've already fully cycled through. And I'm just like, well, I mean, that's, that's the business. I mean, I'm, virtually doing this then they're all selling and going you know and there's multiple deals working so 
but like you said, knowing the intricacies of 10 counties that are within driving distance to you, there's something to that. And I don't know if that's maybe a, I don't want to call it a maturity thing, but slowing down and wanting to be more involved in the deals and understanding you don't have to turn 20 deals a month at a couple thousand bucks profit or 10 or $20,000 profit just to make it you. Now you can sit a little bit longer play in some of these deals. Now I've completely changed my train of thought over the last, I'll even say six months. It's like, okay. I'm not impressed that you did 500 deals and made $3,000 last year. It doesn't, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't do it for me. Like yeah. I want, I'm 100% honest when I say this, I want to do one deal a year where I make a hundred grand, a hundred grand plus. Yeah. Like I'll be like, you're not going to shame me for going, well, I did. 200 of them and I made X amount of dollars. Like, I don't care. That means you work 10 times harder. Yeah. Like, you didn't enjoy your life. Yeah. I, I, I promise you if I could do like my ideal year, perfect year, mm-hmm. five deals at a hundred grand a piece, like properties, like, and there's nothing that can stop anyone from listening. That's from doing that. Yeah. No, I agree. So we did the project one stuff together and I think that might've been a little bit more eye opening for you because it wasn't your typical business model. It was something a little bit different than, uh, you know, going into it, it's like, Hey, we're going to use leverage. What our cash going out? We threw a bunch of money in the data and things like that up front. We knew we had interest payments covered for a couple of years. We covered all our bases to reduce all the risk that was there. And then, you know, we're ready to go forward from that. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, it was a fun trip. I would definitely, I mean, I don't recommend you make a full-time business out of going to every property because you just, uh, you'd be worn out on the road all the time, but yeah. definitely. And we've said this before, get out and enjoy it and see what's going on. Yeah. Get, get that windshield time. No, I, I agree. You know, the, I left this trip thinking two of the worst things you can see when going to one of your properties happened, but I was glad we did it. And yeah. it, it was glad because we, it's not typical that we're going out there. And I, I may have mentioned on Instagram that, Hey, we're going to, going to go out to the woods soon, you know, go look at some of that. We have certain things that we want to do for 2021. And we've told you in July, if you're not planning for 2021 now, you're already behind. We had to put some, we're putting things in place for that. And it's like, okay, well, this was needed for us to do that. So while it's not going to turn some deals, I thought maybe may change some, say some deals that are going to make 15, $17,000 and make them 40 or 50,000. I think now it's going to be, okay, we know exactly what we need. So we're dialed in for it. So it, it didn't cost us any money other than the day, but it is going to save us and dial in better what exactly we need to do on the on the 2021 stuff for us yeah agreed cool man other than chiggers or poison ivy whatever it is <laughs> good time good time it was a very it was a very good time and i appreciate you tagging along and rolling with me mm-hmm. i'm always always down with that conductor seat <laughs> all right guys well we'll call it a day today we've got a interview on coming up for you on wednesday with some cool guys um so make sure you check in on wednesday and hear all about that and other than that as always, do us a favor, go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, give us a like, a follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us, like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. I love you. See you Wednesday.